There it is. That's the battle for round number 10, a fight number two. Punches and bunches, shoe shines in the corner, hot sauce to the ribs, ganchos aligado, when in doubt, stick it out. Duro, duro, you know where you're at, folks. Pacific Coast Boxing, real fight fans, talking real boxing. Alfonso Ruiz here with Rick Prado. Rick, what's up, man? Oh, man, ready to go. You know, well-rested, you know, a couple weeks off. and Yes. Uh, Ready to go to finish off this year? Yeah, that's exactly right. We took a rare, rare week off, right? We're always in training. We're not, we're not those kind of fighters, right? That that let ourselves go in between fights. You no, know what I mean? Definitely not. Yeah, we we we're not Andy Ruiz. We're not Roberto Duran in between fights. I mean, we're always in shape. Always ready to go at any time, man. Moments notice. So listen, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff happened the last two weeks, right? We had the Spence Garcia fight mm-hmm. that pretty much turned out as predicted. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit here in the news and some of the fights, but nothing surprised us with that particular fight. We had the AJ uh, and Pula fight that took place over the weekend. Um, so that that's that's another thing, right? We had some great fights, by the way. Um, the Nakatani Verdejo fight. Yeah, very explosive fight. You know, um, you know, probably my candidate for fight of the year. And and you wouldn't be wrong, as yeah. opposed to what was that other fight? I I, I forget yeah. about it already. Well, we'll see that that tells you how great of a fight it was. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That no implications at all. Two pretty much journeyman fighters, mm-hmm. right? That just because they knocked each other down four or five times, entertaining yeah. fight, okay. Great fight, no. Great fight's got to have great fighters, and it's got to have some sort of implications to it, right? Yeah. Um, it, which also leads me right to to the next point. Um, you know, the the propaganda machine has started already with the Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury fight, mm-hmm. and you got, um, of course, right, the master of all promotions, Bob Arum, saying that 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 fight right is probably the greatest heavyweight fight since Ollie Frazier in 1971. Yeah, no, that's just a ridiculous statement. You know, I think he's just, uh, you know. He's trying to do the best he can to try to pump up that fight, but uh, it it's nowhere near that. Here's the thing, right? So 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 it bothers me, and, and, and we'll talk about it more. But I'm gonna but I got, I got to vent a little bit. Since when did AJ Anthony Joshua? When did he get promoted to being an elite great heavyweight? Okay, here's a guy that won the heavyweight title, albeit in his 15th fight against the tough Charles Martin. Yeah. Okay, and then after that, right, has beaten pretty much a, one journeyman after another. Okay, yeah, he finally beat uh, he beat Vladimir Klitschko, an old right weathered Vladimir Klitschko yeah. who almost had him out, by the way, right? Yeah, and then he loses and gets knocked out, right, by a short fat guy who was taking a fight on like five weeks' notice, completely got knocked out, fights the rematch, and basically beats him by outboxing him for twelve rounds. A great heavyweight, Rick, especially the condition that Andy Ruiz was in, a great heavyweight goes in there and completely throttles Ruiz and knocks him out. So I don't know where we all of a sudden got confused or by putting or, or in the mix by putting – I mean, where we, we we keep up with current events like no other uh, 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 fight uh, fans and analysts, Rick. When did Anthony Joshua become a great heavyweight? Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's hard and, you know, I think it's uh... – Kind of like a Terrence Crawford type uh, resume. When you look at the the fighters, you know Klitschko is the only Hall of Famer. The rest of them are just journeyman heavyweights. That's exactly right. That are never gonna, you know, right. Haven't amounted to anything. Never will amount to anything. Um, you know it. Uh, you know the only t- kind of adversity he had is the Andy Ruiz fight, and he probably 
could have knocked out Ruiz, just didn't want to take the chances. And that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You, you you think about the greats, right? You think about the greats, and I'm not talking just in boxing. I'm talking about all the greats in different sports, like a Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. Michael, If Michael Jordan was a boxer, he would have went in there and tried to finish yeah. Andy Ruiz, right? And even in the boxing sense, right? The Roberto Durans, the Sugar Ray Leonard, the Marco Antonio Barreras, the Manny Pacquiao's, the Canelos, the De La Hoya's, the Trinidad's. They go in for the finish. Yeah. They absolutely go in for the finish. I was watching some uh, highlights of, um, don't ask me why, but I was watching uh, Trinidad and Vargas, uh-huh. right? Okay. And and again, right, Trinidad, Trinidad wasn't there to win a decision. No. Trinidad no. was there to finish his opponent. And, and he had a lead going into that 12th round. <laughs> That's right. And said to himself, you know what? I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, you know, watching that Pulev-Joshua uh, fight. Yeah. I thought it was going the distance. Yeah. And they had no business going the distance. Right. That's exactly you know, right. Uh, That's he, exactly he turned right. it on a little bit, but Pulev was standing right in front of him. Standing know? right in front of him. And here's yeah. the thing, right? To me, nothing but but danger from the output of the fight. Mm-hmm. The reason is Pulev, right? Yeah, slow, plodding right in front of him. And yet he was landing that right hand, yeah. which, by the way, was his only weapon, was the old one-two. Yeah. And he was landing it, right? Mm-hmm. And we already saw what Andy Ruiz can do, who's got quick hands, who's a much smaller, right? Much smaller than Pulev. So, you know, what's going to happen against a Tyson Fury? What's going to happen against a Deontay Wilder, right? Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. And you talk about, you know, so Bob Arum talking about, you know, the, for the greatest heavyweight fight since mm-hmm. 1971. Come on, okay? First of all, there's got to be two great heavyweights yeah. for it to be a great heavyweight fight. Tyson Fury, I got to tell you, right? He beat the lineal, beat the man who beat the man, yeah. right? Bret Hart. Um, but he beat Klitschko. He beat Klitschko, by the way. At the time he beat Vladimir Klitschko, Klitschko had won 23 fights, 23 wins in a row. Yeah. He had not lost in 11 years. Okay. He hadn't lost since 2004. Um, he finally beat him in 2015. Um, you know, before that, Klitschko lost to the, the, the great Lamont Brewster, yeah. <laughs> right? And Corey Sanders, a couple fights before that. The point being, right, that Fury beat Klitschko closer to his prime, okay? And then, of course, he fights really two relatively unknown fighters. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the Deontay Wilder fight, really still out of shape, right? Uh-huh. Makes the miraculous, right, uh, uh, gets up. At, uh, and by the way, if he, doesn't, if he doesn't get knocked down in the 12th round, he wins that fight in a decision against Deontay Wilder. And then he comes back and completes completely floors Wilder. So Fury has beat what many consider to be the best heavyweights in this particular era. Yeah. Right? So that he's he's legitimate on that side, but I'm sorry, Anthony Joshua, give me a break. Yeah, no, you know, it uh, the resume is just not there. Um you know, it there was a momentum build when it was Wilder, Joshua, neither one of them had lost a fight. Right. You know, it would have been probably, you know, then maybe because there wouldn't have been these question marks. You know, people would have said, you know what, let's see who, who the best heavyweight out there is. Yeah. Both of them since have been knocked out. Um, you know, it's lost a lot of its luster. And Tyson Fury is, is standing there, and he's the most complete heavyweight that we have right now. No, that's exactly you know, right. And, you know, does Tyson Fury beat some of the greatest of all time? Maybe not, but he beats everybody in this era. No, that's for sure. And I'll, But I'll tell you what, no. though. I'll tell you what. Um 
I, I don't know about that yeah. because Tyson Fury, right, at what is he listed at six seven, mm-hmm. six eight, right? Yeah. When if he were to fight the way that he did against a Wilder in the second fight, yeah. I mean, you think about some of the greats, they'd have a hard time against them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Lennox Lewis beats him, right? He probably outboxes Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you you said Joe Frazier. So mm-hmm. I, I I you know, and again, I think he beats Joshua, but to cover, you know, fortunately, right, yeah. you and I, Rick, are just box, very astute boxing yeah. fans. So I, I went to the Definitive History of World Championship Boxing book, yeah. right, that we purchased a few years ago, uh-huh. and it's got every single heavyweight champion fight, championship fight that's ever taken place, okay. written by the great Barry J. Hugman. And I'm like, okay, well, which fights did take place after 1971 uh-huh. that that we would say, well, that's certainly a much better fight than Fury and um and Joshua and you don't even have to look far right right after after 1971 tell me if this fight would have piqued your interest George Foreman and uh and Joe Fraser oh yeah right yeah. Are, are you kidding me uh Muhammad Ali and Fraser fought after that by the way in uh, in 1975 mm-hmm. what about George Foreman and Ken Norton Rick yeah is that a fight you'd like to see oh, yeah definitely what about 1974 Muhammad Ali against George Foreman Mm-hmm. That'd be a heck of a fight to see, right? What about Ali versus Leon Spinks, right? What about Larry Holmes versus Ken Norton, mm-hmm. right? And then, and by the way, pretty much any fight that Larry Holmes fought in the '80s was a pretty was a pretty big yeah. fight. Um, you name it, right? Larry Holmes um, against Tim Witherspoon, Larry Holmes against Mike Weaver, against Leon Spinks. Um, and then you just keep going on and on and on, yeah. and then you get to the Mike Tyson era, right? Mm-hmm. What about my, uh, or and Evander Holyfield? You mean Evander Holyfield and Riddick Bowe? Mm-hmm. Those were not great heavyweight championship fights, yeah. right? And of course, all of the Mike Tyson fights. So when you start to say that you know it's the greatest heavyweight fight since 1971, it's probably like maybe fight number I don't know, maybe 351 or something, yeah. you know. So I I don't think so, right? Yeah, you could take any fight from the Mike Tyson era, and I'd put it in front of this one, and I'll take any fight that um, Evander Holyfield. Are you kidding me? Evander yeah. Holyfield right. and Tyson one, Holyfield Tyson two. And this Anthony Joshua and uh, a Fury fight is better than this one. Yeah, is better than those. I don't think so. Yeah, no. It it, it uh you know even if you throw in you know I'm, you know I didn't like him when he fought but yeah. you know put a Lennox Lewis in there you right know, those right those are big fights yeah you know, as you uh, can tell I didn't mention a lot of Lennox Lewis yeah. fights either uh, right <laughs> yeah. even even the Tyson fight Tyson was way beyond his prime. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, that's my take yeah. on Anthony Joshua. I don't consider him a great heavyweight. Okay, now. That being said, okay, if, if he beats uh, Tyson Fury, okay, now he's got my attention. Yeah. Because now yeah. he's beat not even arguably, unarguably the best heavyweight today is Tyson Fury. Yeah. He beat the man who beat the man, right? That's mm-hmm. why he's the lineal champion. He beat Vladimir Klitschko, and he beat the boogeyman Deontay Wilder, yeah. who's pretty much thrashed a whole division. He's yeah. beat Ortiz twice, knocked out Dominique Brazil in one round, all that stuff. Right yeah. in dramatic fashion. Yeah, and you know, I Joshua right now is the number two heavyweight, you know, behind Tyson Fury. But yeah, I might, I'd probably pick Wilder over Joshua. So would I. You so, know, so would I. That's, athleticism, that's the thing. You know, just uh, you know, Wilder has the better chin. You know, it would, uh, and I think eventually he catches Joshua and knocks him out. Oh, I don't. I think yeah. there's no. I think there's no doubt about it. Right? Yeah. There's no doubt about it. He's the same height. Like I said. Mm-hmm. Pulev was able to consistently land that little, yeah. you know, simple left, you know, the, the one, two. Imagine a Deontay Wilder who's much faster, much more athletic, and obviously has thunder. It's possible he takes Anthony Joshua out in round one. Yeah. 
He's a manufactured champion. The reason why he's a manufactured champion is he's from the UK, and anybody and any fighter that comes from the UK, that's just the way it is, right? I love the fans across the pond, by the way. They love their boxing. But, yeah, and Eddie Hearns, by the way, great promoter, right? Yeah. Loves spinning the whole PR, the marketing machine. He, you know, he, he, they talk more about his body and his physique, right? Yeah. And what a tremendous athlete. Like, that really helped him when he got beat by the shorter fat guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, um, you know, I'm going to bring this up right now, but um, English fighters seem to not have good chins. Right. Can, can you remember the last English fighter that had a good chin? Lewis didn't have a chin. Yeah. You know. Certainly at the heavyweight division. You know. Yeah. Fury. Uh, yeah. You know, Ricky Hatton. Yeah. At the end, you know, his, his chin went. <laughs> right. Um, you know, Amir Khan is is a prime example of. Yeah. Uh, Kel Brook. Kel Brook. Recently, you know, yeah. You know, the, yeah. The chins just aren't there. Yeah. Well, and they have that again. They right. They have that certain. It's it's kind of interesting because it's very similar to hockey. They have that that certain style. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's more about uh, a finesse, right? Okay. And less about, like, to your point, yeah. you know, which is why they have to fight that way uh-huh. because they probably can't take a punch. Um, but anyways, that's not, not to upset the English, uh, that's right. that are out there. That's right. Hey, and you know what? If you guys, you know, somebody's going to come back and say, well, what about, you know, Barry McGuigan and, yeah. and, you know, all these other guys, Hey, send us an email, counterpunch us, yeah. counterpunch at PacificCoastBoxing.com. Hit us up on Instagram. Maybe we'll have to post that on Instagram is, you know, what English fighter had a great chin. Had a great chin. I, I'm trying to. Think of one. Yeah, there there probably is, yeah. right? There probably is. <laughs> we're missing somebody. Yeah, we're probably missing somebody. And and there's a lot of guys that you may not even think or know are yeah. English, but they were, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so there you go, folks. We got a lot coming up, right? Yeah. We got the whole boxing news. Again, we got the Nakatani Verdejo. We got the Spence Garcia. And of course, we got Canelo Alvarez finally back in the ring mm-hmm. coming up uh, this Saturday, December 19th. You got Triple G coming Triple up fighting, G. right? So you got a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of good fights really to end the year here. Some that aren't happening, Nonito Donaire, COVID, uh-huh. so he's not going to fight. Yeah. Which it was, uh, you know, he originally had a fight against the guy who contracted COVID, so they got a replacement for that guy. Yeah. Then he tested positive for COVID, so they yeah. replace him. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. This thing's not getting better. Unfortunately, looks like it's taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> Anyways, folks, Pacific Coast Boxing. We'll be right back. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz, Rick Prado, and we're back. Yeah, man, we're going to have to do some research on, uh, since you kind of called it out, we'll see which English guys, you know, mm-hmm. are known. I know there's some guys back old school that were pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of history over there, but certainly as of recent, it's hard to find a guy that, you know, that had that, that, could, that could take a punch, especially at the heavyweight division, yeah. you know. But like I said, you know, I, I just, I'm not impressed with... Uh, with Anthony Joshua. Don't know when he graduated to being a great elite heavyweight. Don't think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, um, and I think we kind of covered that fight. Pulev, he did what he had to do. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know why the uh, referee even counted. Like the fight was yeah, over and he, over, and he yeah. counted and he counted the 10. But yeah. uh, so let's get into the boxing news, Rick. What's going on in the world of boxing? Well, you know, since we missed last week, you know, we, we'll, we'll touch on the uh, Spence uh, Garcia fight. Yes. You know, kind of... Uh, Expected it to go the way it did, you know. Um, Spence would run away with the decision. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's pretty much what what happened. You know, Denny Garcia's game, but you know, he kind of went into the fight and didn't do enough to to try to take the titles. He was just in there, you yeah. know, and it looked like he was just trying to survive. 
it's like we said, right? We called it. We've called almost every fight right on the money, by the mm-hmm. way, right? Um, Danny Garcia was better at 140, yeah. right? He's yet to really win or beat any, you know, a, oh, at welterweight, right? Lost to Sean Porter, lost to Keith Thurman, mm-hmm. right? Really lost to Mauricio Herrera in Puerto Rico as well, yeah. right? So no surprise. He doesn't belong. He's not an elite welterweight. Um, and, you know, it's funny, right? But on the on the broadcast, they were talking about, you know, why would uh, why would Spence Jr., you know, take such a risk, right? Yeah. Um, coming back after the accident, right? Why wouldn't he take, uh, you know, an easier fight, kind of just a step? Well, he did. Yeah. It's exactly what he did. He did take an easy fight. He, yeah. he took Danny Garcia because he knows that Danny Garcia is really more of a 140-pound fighter, not 147. I thought that was interesting when they kept making that point. Geez, you know, he should have came in and just kind of took a lighter. He did. Yeah. You, you could see what he did. Right, yeah. he, he outfought him for twelve rounds, pretty much beat him up. Yeah, Garcia landed a few punches there at the end, but never competitive. Yeah, right. Uh, and then you know, every, every, I think everybody wants you know Spence Crawford. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, they even ask uh, Spence after the fight, you yeah, know, who he wants next, and yeah. uh, he just wanted to go to his ranch and you know um, work with his horses, and you know he didn't yeah. he didn't mention calling anybody out. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's part of the negotiation ploy, but yeah. Um, I don't think they're looking to fight anytime soon. Yeah, I think that, uh, and who knows, right? Maybe he's tired of being asked because mm-hmm. I think it's the it's the elephant in the room. Everybody knows yeah. those are the two guys we want to fight. I thought it was interesting when they showed Terrence Crawford how, you know, the fans that were there anyway, everybody started booing him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Well, it is Spence's hometown. So that, right, you know, yeah, but yeah, still, it, yeah. but still, but here's the thing, hometown or not, when there's a fighter that is respected, mm-hmm you don't always get that kind of reaction and response, yeah. right? And so I thought it was very fitting mm-hmm. that, that that was uh, the response that he got. I think that um, I think it's imminent that he's, Crawford's probably going to leave top rank yeah. and more than likely going to go to PBC. And, the, and then the fight will probably Then the fight. So yeah. maybe, you know, the little gamesmanship on mm-hmm. Spence, right, to say, hey, you know, they're going to be, quote-unquote, stable mates in mm-hmm. PBC at least, right? So maybe, you know, better, better left unsaid. Right, but, but then again, you know, the longer you wait, you yeah. know, you could run into a situation like uh, Joshua and Wilder, where one of them gets beat, both of them get beat, and the fight, you know, isn't you know the best welterweight against you know the other best welterweight. Possible, but not likely. Yeah, Rick. not, not, likely. not, not yeah. likely. Simply because in that division, uh-huh. they really are the cream of the crop. Yeah. Right. I mean, who else is going to beat them in that division? Yeah, okay. I mean, probably not right now. Yeah, but yeah, not right now. Yeah. You're you're right, but okay because the okay. Let's look at who are the threats there. You're, I know who you're thinking, yeah. Virgil Ortiz. Yeah, right, because Oscar De La Hoya is talking about getting his guy Virgil Ortiz against Terence Crawford. Mm-hmm. After, of course, watching what Teofimo Lopez did against uh, Lomachenko, yeah. so I think it's smart. So yeah, those guys. But here's the thing: they're not stupid. They're no dummies. They're not yeah. going to put Crawford in against Virgil Ortiz. Yeah. Right, because they know that it, you know that's not going to generate a lot of enough revenue. Right, mm-hmm. the mega fight is with Spence, and they're going to set that up. Other than that, there's nobody in that division. Yeah. Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao, Mikey Garcia, um, none of those guys. No. The only one that has the possibility of beating them is Virgil Ortiz. I think. Yeah. Don't yeah. you think? Yeah. No, and I think He's the only uh, one. I think Spence is kind of hoping that Pacquiao says, "You know what? I I can fight Spence." You know. And you know, I think he's holding out hope because yeah, that's that's the biggest payday for everybody. That's why Mike is waiting for for Pacquiao. Yeah, Spence is waiting for Pacquiao. Um, I think even uh, Crawford yeah. said he had a deal to fight Pacquiao, and it right. fell through at the last second. 
The uh, yeah, the the fighter who just I think he's just about to turn forty two. Yeah, who everybody's in line for, <laughs> right? And really, of all those, the only one that makes sense is 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 the Mikey Garcia yeah. fight. But again, from a financial perspective, it's probably Crawford or Spence that generates the most money for. Yeah. But but I don't know. You know, I I think with Garcia, Garcia's got a big name, mm-hmm. and I, who knows? Who knows? We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, well, actually, I'll I'll touch on it now, right? Uh, Robert Garcia, Mikey's brother, yeah. of course, is um is saying that Mikey may be wasting his time waiting for uh, Pacquiao. Yeah, right, and, and and he probably is, and he know? he probably is because I think that again, right? I think that Manny's not dumb, right? Mm-hmm. I think he looks at a fighter like Garcia, who's clearly still in his prime, thirty two years old, I believe, and he knows that he's a legitimate threat, yeah. right? But where is he going to make more money in? Right, because yeah. Garcia is not affiliated with anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So Manny's looking at how many fights really does he have left, right? So he he wants that big, you know, fifty, sixty, hundred million dollar payday if yeah. possible. There's no fans right now. That's another issue, right? He wants yeah. to fight in a twenty, thirty thousand, right, packed arena, Vegas, right? That new Allegiant Stadium, maybe, mm-hmm. right? But I, but again, I think it would do it with uh, with uh, Garcia. But anyways, yeah, that was interesting. Robert coming out saying that he mm-hmm. uh, he wants Mikey to get active. He thinks that Mikey should be fighting at 140. He doesn't like that he's not fighting, but Mikey, of course, is in, is in kind of that I only want the big fights mode. Yeah, no. Last yeah. time we saw Mikey, of course, was against Jesse Vargas. Mm-hmm. Probably not a bad idea for, for him to get busy. Yeah. Not happening. But So, yeah, that Spence Garcia fight, yeah, he's like the tune-up was the word I was looking for when the yeah. announcers were saying uh, – you know, surprising that uh, Spence didn't didn't go for a tune-up. Yes, he did. We're watching it. Yeah, this is the tune-up. Okay, right. Danny Swift Garcia is a tune-up for a fighter of uh, Earl Spence Jr.'s caliber. Man. Yeah. What else we got, Rick? Uh, well, we can touch on the uh, Shakur Stevenson card. You know, he ended up he won a unanimous decision. I think it was uh, yeah twelve rounds to none. Yeah. Uh, completely blew the guy out. But I was interest more interested in who he's calling out after. Yeah. Um. You know, he wanted um, who, who was it? It was Josh Taylor. Well, he wants the winner, right? He's talking about um, fighting the Oscar Valdez and Miguel Burchell, right? Yeah, he he wanted Burchell, but there was yeah. a Herring. You talking yeah, about Jamal Herring? Jamal Herring fight. You know, yeah. the winner of that one. Right. And then by the end of next year, he wanted the uh, Miguel Burchell fight. Yeah. Um, you know. You talking be, about Car- the? He wants the winner of the Frampton, Frampton and, 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 Herring and Herring fight, yeah. right? And by the way. He'll beat either one of those guys. Yeah, Frampton is too yeah. small and shouldn't be in that division. He actually has a chance to beat mm-hmm. Herring, by the way, but Shakur Stevenson will beat any of those guys, yeah. right? The fight that we really want to see ultimately would be Stevenson against Miguel Burchell. Yeah. The yeah, Miguel Burchell and Valdez fight, by the way, has been moved to February mm-hmm. 2021. So we wouldn't see that fight until, you know, May. May, June. Yeah, yeah. It, May it, would it, be a great date for that fight. Yeah. And, you know, with Burchelt being with uh, top rank, you know, it's a fight that can be made. Really looking forward. If, if that fight happens, Yeah. Um, you know, really need to dive deep into it. The only thing that kind of worries me is Stevenson is such a slick fighter. Yeah. He just doesn't – he hasn't shown me the power yet. Right. You know, to, 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 to keep him honest. And, right. And Burchelt's going to keep throwing, keep throwing, and keep throwing bombs. Yeah. He's got to have something to keep him off of him. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it's yeah. it'll be an interesting matchup. Styles yeah. make fights, as they say, and those are two styles that would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, will Shakur Stevenson sit there and trade? And Miguel Burchelt obviously presses and forces the action. Yeah, 
And and uh, this was actually a pretty good card. Yeah. Um, we have uh, the Felix Verdejo uh, Nakatani fight. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought fight of the year. You know, Nakatani down early. Yeah. Twice. Um, was hurt a couple more times. Felix uh, Verdejo, you know, ahead on all the cards. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, gets caught, gets tired. Yeah. And uh, he's fallen all over the ring. Yeah, what a, I tell you what, man, I agree with you. What a, what a hell of a fight. Yeah. Nakatani, wow, right? Yeah. The, the spirit of a samurai, man, you he, know? He had one eye shut. You yeah. Know, he, he, his face was a mess. Yeah. Japanese fighters are tough, man. Uh-huh. Uh, the, in fact, speaking of, uh, of Miguel Burchell, right? The fighter that we saw, uh, Mira, right? Yeah. Mira-san, what a fighter that guy was, yeah. right? Tough, uh, the, the wars that he had against Vargas, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing is Nakatani, right, we didn't know. He went the distance with Teofimo Lopez. I think one of the first fights that Teofimo had to go the distance, right? Yeah. And we weren't sure if it was just, you know, I remember there was a lot of personal problems that Teofimo was going through at the yeah. time. So there was that. Did he take him lightly? Is is it Nakatani just kind of tall? Is he awkward? And maybe it was just an aberration. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, right, we weren't sure if Nakatani was for real. Yeah. Right? Well, guess what, Rick? He's for real. He's for real. The guy's tough, right? He actually predicted a knockout, right, of Felix Verdejo uh-huh. in round, I think, six or something like that, yeah. right? When, by the way, Japanese fighters, they generally don't talk like that, right? They're generally very humble. But I think that, yeah, heck of a fight. As far as Felix Verdejo, this has got to be it for him as far as being you know, considered an elite. He's now going to be in that, not journeyman, but he's going to be the gate, a gatekeeper the, at, uh, at, kind, one, at 135. Kind of like the Gamboa. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, a little little higher than Gamboa, yeah, higher right? Than Gamboa. Total mistake, by the way. After he knocked him down the first time, uh-huh. the way he went in there wailing away, right, yeah. trying to knock him out, you're not going to knock this guy out, okay? If Teofimo Lopez could have knocked him out, how the heck are you going to go in there and knock him out? I thought it was a mistake. Yeah. Andre Ward, again, complete missing, you know, what we were watching in the fight when he was saying, I like that, you know, Verdejo went back to boxing even after he knocked him down. No, he didn't. Yeah. It turned into a street fight. Yeah. He was just throwing bombs after bombs, and guess what, Rick? Those tire you out. Yeah. You're throwing that hard punches, they tire you out, and it was a matter of time before Nakatani landed. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, now all of a sudden, right, uh, you want to see Nakatani yeah. in another big fight. He's he's earned that. No, both, yeah, definitely. W- both with the Teofimos Lopez and this performance, and, man. And and just another guy in this stacked lightweight division. Not un- yeah, absolutely. Un- reverse, you know. Yeah. Complete opposite of the heavyweight division. Yeah. You know, you've got a ton of names in this lightweight division. You've yeah. got Teofimo, Devin Haney, Lomachenko, Luke Luke Campbell, Ryan Garcia, Linares. Linares, yeah. Don't forget um, about Linares. You still have uh, Francisco Vargas you yeah. Know, yeah. in there. Um, you, and you have guys, you know. Richard Kami's fighting here soon, too. Yeah. Former you, champion you, who lost got, to Teofimo Lopez. A yep. lot of guys. It's a loaded Lomachenko. 135. You didn't say Lomachenko. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's loaded, yeah. right? And yeah, how'd you like to see? I'd like to see him against any of those guys, mm-hmm. right? And because of his size, because of his toughness, and because he's got thunder in that right hand. And Teofimo Lopez, right, could yeah. not knock him out. Yeah, and oh, we forgot Javante Davis. Yeah, Javante Davis. That's you know, exactly and, right. And he's in the he's in this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this division. You know, yep. the, um, you know what what I liked about this. All you know, naming off all these names. Yeah, you know. Javante Davis, he's not PBC, he's with Mayweather. Yeah. But it kind of falls in the same category. But yeah. we don't have four or five PBC guys that aren't going to fight each other. You know, right. We, we've got right. 
a bunch of a bunch of top rank, a bunch yep. of golden boy, yeah, you know, some uh, match room, and these fights can be made. Yeah, absolutely. Teofimo Lopez is probably, uh, and he's with top rank, so you're right. Mm-hmm. Lomacheco's top rank. Yeah, trying to find a guy who's PBC in there, but no, nah, man, that was a hell of a fight. No, see, yeah. that's one of those fights again, right? That for you know, if you're not a boxing fan, um, and you haven't seen a fight, watch that one. YouTube that fight. Yeah, great fight. No, yeah, great fight. Um, another on on that card as well. Um, Berlanga's uh, KO streak continues. Oh yes, you yes, know, he's, that's I think he's right. Sixteen and zero, sixteen straight knockouts. Yep. Um, you know they even ESPN ripped off my um, stat of the week. I know. From, uh, Saw that. Forget, you were texting me. Yes. You know how how long ago that was, but uh, yes, I I think it was Ali Ramney. You yeah, know, has twenty one in a row. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, to see, you know, but it was interesting because the 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 guy he was fighting, yeah, uh, he'd met, never been knocked out. You yeah, know, a that's lot what of they times, said. Yeah, you look at these. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know, they start they they knocked out sixteen straight guys first round, but it seems like they're getting them tougher opponents. Yeah. that haven't been knocked out. The problem is we don't know, right? Yeah. Who this guy? Who else he's fought? And yeah. by the way, Ali Ramey, the guy that you had mentioned. Uh-huh. Memory serves. I think he also knocked the same guy out a couple times yeah, in the yeah, first round. Yeah. <laughs> and and they were all, uh, you know, I think they were all in Saudi Arabia. Right, you know, all, this, all in yeah. his backyard. Still, still no one else has, has matched that. But I'm still not convinced. Okay, obviously the guy Berlanga mm-hmm. has thunder, right? Because, yeah. you know, you've got to be able to, if you're knocking 16 guys out in the row in the first round, you're doing something right, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that guy could have survived, by the way. I didn't think they had to stop it. I thought yeah. he could have survived, but I think part was, of it is— Was it the three-knockdown rule? Or I don't think effect? so. I no? think he, No, I, don't, I think he just stopped yeah. it. I think that that's all part of the, the marketing propaganda machine uh-huh. and the PR that they're like, look, if, if the guy's in trouble at all, just stop the fight. Yeah. I thought he could have finished. I did. I thought he yeah. could. I thought he could have finished. I don't think he was in that much trouble. But whatever, right? Seems like a good kid. Says the right things. Likes to fight. I think it's time, right? Again, this is sixteen fights. Yeah. Okay. Tiafimo was fighting Lomachenko already by yeah. fight number sixteen. Okay. Anthony Joshua talking about him earlier. Now I'm going to give him props, right? He's fighting for a heavyweight title, albeit against Charles Martin, right? Um, in his fifteenth fight. It's time they step up and have this kid fight somebody legit. Have yeah. him fight. Have him fight a top ten guy. He fights at what is it, super middleweight? Yeah, yeah, super middleweight. I'm looking at some of the the rankings. You know, Daniel Jacobs is right there. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to fight Daniel no, he's not Jacobs. Gonna fight, yeah, but I mean, I tell you what. How about a Gabriel Sato? Yeah, right. Who just who just fought Rocky Fielding? I mean, there's a lot of guys there, right? Mm-hmm. He the WBO by the way has him ranked number eight already, right? Uh-huh. No surprise, right? They know that WBA you know, has him at six. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, I'll tell you who's who would be a really good fight is uh, against David Lemieux. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just the test, you know. Because David Lemieux, right? He's going to go in there. You can imagine both those guys are going to throw bombs, mm-hmm. right? So again, but you know, he's got his management team and promotions, and they got to yeah. make sure that they kind of guide him you the right do way. It right. You know, you send him in there too early, and he gets you know, he gets beat up too bad, then he's done. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely, you know, start start up in the competition. Um, yeah, I think like you have to Rocky Fielding, Rosado, yeah. you know, just to see. Yeah, you know, um, and it's not those aren't dangerous fights. You know, you can you can get those fights done and and uh, yeah, he he needs to put one. And even if he doesn't knock those guys out in round one, just mm-hmm. to, if he's able to finish those guys. Yeah. Right. I think, okay, now you're beating guys who are considered top 10. Mm-hmm. I think that's got to be the next fight. Otherwise, it's going to it's another one of these butter being the king of the four rounders. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, coming this weekend, um, we've got uh, Triple G uh, versus uh, Camille Zarameta. Um, you know, the odds, you know, it's uh, minus 2,750. Yeah. You know, Triple G wins that fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a classic, it's a definitely a classic tune up uh-huh. for, so, uh, for him, no doubt about it. Yeah, you know, stay busy, fight, and then uh, you know, hopefully, something bigger in 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 twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, Canelo. Yeah, you know, at minus seven seventy five over Callum Smith. Um, you know, this fight is probably closer than that. Yeah, uh, but uh, a lot of the money's going to be going on Canelo, so they have to set that line at that point. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Um, I tell you what, let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about that fight coming up. What our take is, right? Does Smith really have a shot, right? We'll talk about the odds. We'll talk about, you know, what the implications are of yeah. that fight because the WBC has now added, right? Yeah. Their championship. So, so much for some of the fights we talked about a couple of weeks ago. With, what, what a surprise. Yeah, what yeah. a surprise. Right? Shocker. <laughs> Shocker, right? Gee, I, and by the way, gee, I wonder who Solomon and the WBC are hoping wins that fight. Yeah. Right? So so let's cover that um, at, at the And by the way, another uh, result from the uh, week, uh, Lazaro, our guy, Lazaro Lorenzana, mm-hmm. another first round uh, KO. He's on his way to trying to match Berlanga in the. Uh, so he, he fought last Friday. Yeah. So he's now 3 and 0, 3 KOs. We'll have to get him back on now maybe the last show of the year, right? Yeah. Since we've kind of started the show with him, um I'll see if I can reach out to him and get him back on. So uh take a quick break. Again, we've got the Canelo Smith fight. Uh-huh. I know you've got a lot of information on the uh the business side of the Tyson Jones, yeah. right? The pay-per-views, how did that did how did that compare against some of the other pay-per-views, yeah. right? Not only this year, but all-time all pay-per-views, time, yeah. right? And then of course we got the nonsense with uh, Mayweather and, and Logan. Logan. Yeah. So, folks, we'll be right back Pacific Coast Boxing. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz, Rick Prado, we're back. So we left the Rick talking about the fights that are coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we got so again, you got the Triple G fight coming up. We'll talk. We'll get to the Canelo Smith because we want, we can break that down a little bit. What are the other fights we got coming up? There's a few more cards, right? Yeah, for this weekend. Yeah, um, I think those are the. Uh, I, I know um, Kashazu's son. He fights on Wednesday, but that's not going to be a televised. Um, yeah, fight. Um, Huge mismatch, by the way. Just so you yeah, know. yeah, that that Huge one was mismatch. Just, that one was you know up there with the uh, triple G mismatch. That's uh, right. He's he's at minus twenty five hundred. Yeah, bet twenty five hundred to win a hundred bucks. So um, also, there's you know some fights on um, December seventeenth. Yes. Um those NBC Sportsnet. Yep. Fights. Um, yeah, local ones. Yeah. So looking forward to those too, man. Yeah, those, you know, those have been pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, Sean Porter's been good on the call. Yes. Um, you got um, Surdo Ramirez, Surdo right, Ramirez, on Friday? Alfonso uh, Lopez. Yeah. Um, from uh, Galveston, Texas. Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to mention, you know, Texas, you know, it seems to be the uh, fight capital of uh, All of a sudden. Of the world, it's funny. yeah. It's funny how that is, right? It, uh, you know, Texas kind of, you know. You know how it is, you know, with with softball tournaments, you know, they everything goes, you know, they haven't That's shut what anything I was gonna down. Say. Like Arizona, you know, you, you, know? Uh, you can go out there and uh, and and play your softball games, but uh, yeah, that's um, you know, they've also moved the uh, Ryan Garcia fight versus Luke Campbell. 
Oh, it's not on the second anymore. Well, no, it's on July second, but they moved it to uh, to Texas. Okay, but it's still January second, right? Yeah, still January second. Yeah, Dallas, Texas. um, I think uh, where the Mavericks play. Okay, that's a nice place, by the way. Yeah, I I actually saw a basketball game this year there. Before uh, before the whole COVID hit, Um, it's interesting. Yeah, so you got. You know, when you look at it, right, starting on, on the 16th, so starting like Wednesday, you got fights. I mean, so really, when you look at this week, if, of course, this is a big if you're able to get yeah. these fights on TV, which a lot of these you're not, you know, which, again, is unfortunate part about boxing. Yeah. Imagine uh, baseball, football, basketball games all taking place this week, but no way to watch them. Yeah. That's kind of what we got this week, right? Because on the 16th, regardless, right, um, Tim Zhu is, is, again, a minus 2,500 favorite. But I still yeah. like to see that fight, yeah. especially yeah. the fact that it's in Australia and they, they allow fans there because mm-hmm. they control the COVID. And then on Thursday, that one we get to see. The, yeah, it's on NBC. Yeah, and that's cool. Uh, Triple G on Friday. Triple G on Friday's on the zone. Mm-hmm. Um, the suit of the Ramirez, it's on Fight TV. Fight TV. He had some kind of weird whatever uh, the heck that is. Pay per view. Any idea how to find that? Uh, no, nobody knows. Zero, yeah. right? Zero, <laughs> Zero way how to fight yeah. that. So we're not going to be able to watch that fight, which is ridiculous because, again, here's a guy who's, you know, world class fighter, uh-huh. former super, mid- super middleweight champion, not going to be able to see that fight. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple, obviously, there's some fights undercard. Uh, so. There's um, Showtime has a card on Saturday too. By the way, yeah, and then and, well, you get the Canelo fight on the Zone. Uh, that's show- on the Zone. Yeah, yeah, Showtime. Emmanuel Rodriguez against Raymart mm-hmm. uh, Gabayo. Uh, uh, Jaron Boots Ellis is Ennis is is a good fighter. Um, yes, it, it's a good one too. Uh, you know, he's another prospect, not at the level of a Virgil Ortiz, but he's yeah. close. Which one is that? Or uh, which card is that? Jaron Ellis, the Showtime card. Okay. Yeah, yeah. another good fighter. Jaron Enos, you're talking about? Yeah, Jaron Enos. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, that is going to be a good... In fact, yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. We talked about him the last time he fought. Yeah, that guy's the real deal, man. Yeah. Is in that, fact, the real deal is that guy. Is, is that, is that uh, your fighter too, the Brandon Lee? Yes, yes. Yeah. Thank you and for mentioning that. Yeah. He's, he's on, on that card as well. Yeah. Right. I'm going to reach out to him. He's from San Diego. Okay. Right? San Diego's got an interesting story. Um, he's good friends, and they... I don't know if good friends. I shouldn't say that. They, uh, because they're from the same part of town, Lasado and him know each other, okay. sparred against each other, et cetera. So that's another fighter too, right, that it's time that they start kind of bumping him up mm-hmm. in, uh, in in the caliber of fighter yeah. on who he fights. But they're starting to show Brandon Lee's fight on, on television, right? Mm-hmm. So as you can see, you know, they have him listed, so we're going to get to see him. Yeah. And then the, I know you're, you're going to be upset you're not going to be able to watch this fight. But. Yeah. Sergio Martinez fights on the 19th Yeah, as in well. Spain, right. Spain. And we're talking about Sergio Maravilla Martinez, yeah. right? The comeback. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, the second fight since the comeback. Right. I see that, right? I see that. And that's in Spain, by the way. Uh-huh. By the way, which we learned is my heritage based on my Ancestry.com, uh-huh. right? I, I have more Spaniard and Portugal than me than I have uh, any other race. Uh-huh. Go figure. But um, But here's the thing, right? I still would like to see that fight. Yeah. But we're not gonna be able to. Not gonna be able to. It's not. How can a fight be taking place nowadays, Rick, in yeah. 2020, and it not be on any broadcasting whatsoever? Yeah, it's. How's that possible? Yeah. Can't be, right? No. So as I'm saying, when when you look, right, there's a lot of fights taking place. Yeah, a lot of fights. Yeah. Even on the 20th, right? You got in out of South Africa. You have uh, the IBF flyweight title. Yeah. Marudi uh, Mitalane against Jason Mama. Right. Yeah. 
Then a couple fights, uh, you know, in in Japan, you know, Tokyo. That's at the end uh, of the year, which they have that all 26, the time. 31st. Yeah, they fight every year, every yeah. year, New Year's Eve. Um, I was there one time, by the way, um, but I couldn't get tickets to get to watch the fight in Tokyo. Yeah, they love their boxing yeah. in uh, in Tokyo, and they, and this time it's two uh, Japanese guys fighting. Normally, it's a Japanese guy against a Mexican guy, uh-huh. and the Mexican guy usually has very little shot to win. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so again, a lot of fights taking place. So, so, I mean, it's like it's a busy week of fights. Busy week. If you, you, know. if you really look at it. And by the way, definitely, if you're watching uh, the Showtime card this uh-huh. uh, weekend, um, the fights that you'd want to circle, the Jeraninis, mm-hmm. right? Watch that guy. He is the real deal, man. Real deal. And, uh, and then the Brandon Lee, right? Yeah. He's kind of question mark right now. Like, is he real? When does he step up in competition? Um, but the big fight is Canelo and Callum Smith. Yeah, and, and, and okay. it's gonna be a busy Saturday, you know, with the, you know, the DAZN fights, the Showtime fights. Yeah, um, you know, it's a busy weekend. So let's talk about the Canelo yeah. and uh, and Callum Smith fight, right? Callum Smith, right? Winner, of course, of the 2019, uh, you know, 168 Super Series uh, Super Middleweight. Uh, tournament that yeah. they had. That's probably the biggest claim to fame, right? Mm-hmm. Certainly not the resume of Canelo, who's fought, you know, Floyd Mayweather, Triple G, um, Shane Mosley. Uh, oh, gosh. the your, your Puerto Rican guy. What's his name? Cotto. Uh, Cotto. Miguel yeah. Cotto. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Should be a Hall of Famer, yeah. Cotto. A who's who, right? You want to lump in uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. in there, too, or? No, I'm not going to no. lump him oh, okay, up. No, okay. I'm not going to lump him in there. <laughs> no. We'll leave him out. Yeah, we'll leave him out. But so obviously, you know, Canelo's got the resume. Canelo's got, you know, uh, um, more quality fights under his belt yeah. against Callum Smith. Okay. Looking at the actual, uh, the the numbers as far as, you know, what, what what's the money line on? Yeah. Not as wide a disparity as you would think, Rick. Yeah. It's only minus 775 for Canelo. So you lay 775 bucks to win 100 bucks. Callum Smith coming off at plus five uh, seventy five. Yeah, Look, so I definitely think he's a, he's a, he's a live underdog. You know, he's he's a tall fighter. He's six yeah. three. Yep. To Canelo's five eight. Yep. Uh, his reach is seventy five or seventy eight. Yeah. Uh, Canelo's is seventy and a half. Yeah. And you know if that if it's seventy and a half, it's 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 seventy. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yet. For sure. Uh, but uh, you know, taller guy. They're they're, they're the same age. Um, you know, this is a, a, a legit test. You know, it's not a, a worn down Sergey Kov- Kovalev. Right. You know, that's it, right. This guy is in his prime. Yep. And, um, you know, I'm interested to see how the fight goes. Yeah. No, I think that, first of all, we're just glad that we actually get to see mm-hmm. um, Canelo back in the ring. Yeah. Right. So that's, you know, that's a positive, right? Obviously, with the whole deal with Colt, with Golden Boy, had no idea what was, what was going to happen. And, I think any one of those guys, right? I was hoping for uh, the Billy Joe Saunders fight, yeah. because I think Billy Joe Saunders is a lot uh, is a lot slicker than Callum Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Not as tall, right? But I was hoping for that fight. But listen, like you said, Callum Smith, twenty seven and zero, right? Seventy uh, percent knockouts. He's got uh, nineteen KOs of those twenty seven, right? Yeah. Um, again, right. This is an English guy, right? I know you have an issue with the English guys in their chin, yeah. right? But this guy's undefeated, right? Uh-huh. Seventeen knockouts. He's kind of beat, you know, you know the the guys that the, you know the the. I don't want to say the journeyman, journeyman, but he's beat the top ten tough fighters in that division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does he have a chance against Canelo? Is, is the real question. 
right? Yeah. Is is he in that class that he can actually beat Canelo? I think the reason why the odds are not, you know, astronomical is because, A, because of the layoff. We haven't seen Canelo fight in a while, right? Last time we saw him was was in light heavyweight. This is Callum Smith's home turf. He's native to 168 pounds, right? Canelo, you could say, what is he? Is he a middleweight? Is he a super middleweight? Is he a light heavyweight? No, this is where Callum Smith fights, so... Um, I think that's why you don't see the big disparity. That being said, Rick, who wins this fight? Um, I think uh, Canelo and, and and his team. I think see something where they're gonna be, they're gonna win this fight. I think Canelo late round uh, stoppage. I think I, I think they stop the fight. He gets the knockout. Yeah. Um, in the tenth round, maybe the championship rounds. So you don't think it's going the uh, you don't think it's going the distance? No. Yeah, the odds say that it is going the distance. Yeah. By the way, that's what the odds say. I think it goes the distance, Rick. I think mm-hmm. it goes the distance. I think simply because of some of the things that you said. I think the fact that Callum Smith is taller. Yeah. I think he has the reach, and I think he at some point will do enough, right, mm-hmm. to turn this more into a boxing match. And I think Canelo will put enough rounds in the bank. I also think the layoff. So I, I don't, I don't see a knockout here. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, Canelo. I think he's been training. I think, yeah. uh, you know, uh, just from the Instagram videos, you know, stuff he puts out there, it, it almost is like he's been training this whole year. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. you know, I, I think he comes in ready. He comes in in shape. Um, you know, Calvin Smith is probably going through the same the same yeah. deal where he's he's probably had yeah. his layoff. And uh, I, But I think Canelo, um, I think at this point of his career, He's picking guys for a reason. Yeah. You know, and I think they see something yeah. and they can expose it. Well, the, but the thing about Canelo, though, right, and this is why, you know, he's arguably pound for pound the best fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't duck anybody. Like, he, no. tru- he truly wants to fight yeah. the very best, right? Um, when he fought is Randy Lara, right? Mm-hmm. His advisors, his managers, they thought that was a bad decision, right? Bad, but but he fought him, right? The slickest Randy Lara who gave everybody issues, and you go on and on and on. James Kirkland, right? And so Austin Trout, right? Same yeah. with Austin Trout. He fought Austin Trout back in 2013 when Austin Trout was still very much right alive and a game fighter. Yeah, and so that's what we love and respect about Canelo, right? He's not afraid. Uh, common fighters, by the way, they both fought Rocky Fielding. Canelo knocked him out in uh, in three rounds, mm-hmm. and Callum Smith actually had Rocky Fielding out much sooner, right? Okay. So, so I mean, for whatever that means, right? Yeah. He had him out in the first round, and Canelo it took him three rounds, yeah. right? So, if the common opponents mean anything, there you have it, right? Yeah, I I I, uh, I just don't see Canelo going through him like he does other fighters. Mm-hmm. I think the the length. Tallness, the slickness. I see this as a twelve-round decision for yeah, Canelo, you know, and it could be. You know, I, I, it'll be unanimous. Yeah, it's not going to be. Certainly not going to be split. It won't even be majority. It'll be unanimous. Yeah, and and, and I'm going with the, uh, you know, the kind of theme for the for the day with yeah. the uh, the English fighters just not having the chins. Yeah, you know, Can- Canelo was able to. Uh, <laughs> So knock you out, say, yeah. He was able to knock out his brother Liam Smith. Beat in his the ninth brother, round. right? He beat his so, brother. Um, <laughs> you know, I think uh, there there won't be a revenge. You know, I think I think uh, the younger brother gets knocked out. Yeah. Um, probably a little bit later than his older brother did, but yeah. Um, I think I, I think the knockout's there. Yeah, I don't think he knocks him out. Six three, yeah. Rick. 
like you said, six three. Yeah. Seventy eight inch reach, you know? Six three against yeah, five eight, five nine. We mm-hmm. were we were toe to toe with Canelo. You know, he's not five nine, yeah. five ten. No. Right. We were staring straight at him or, or looking down at Canelo. Yeah. Right. So yeah, well, and by the way, good story to Smith, right? This, they're a fighting family, right? Yeah. Um, they have a younger sister with autism, so they have they have usually they have her name on their trunks, right? So if there's such a thing as like you know a good good people that you kind of root uh-huh. for to do well, it's them, right? They, yeah. they they really are. They're a fighting family, but um, he's in over his head on this fight. Canelo wins. Canelo gets inside. Canelo's get just too much. Too much uh, Canelo, you know, he can counterpunch, he can box, he can fight. Um, yeah, majority, uh, unanimous decision, yeah. Canelo. But my lock of the week, Yes. take Triple G. Triple G, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't feel good enough about this one to make it my lock of the week. You know, I have to keep the streak alive. I think that's kind of a, yeah. you know, I'm going to say it, right? This sounds like kind of a cop-out when you're yeah. going for a minus, <laughs> you know, a minus 2,500, a tw- minus 2,750. Even Costa Zoo or know. Tim Zoo was a minus 2,500. Yeah. And, and, and last week, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I had Chris Stevenson as my lock of the week. Yeah, yeah, go like, figure, yeah. go figure. The week before that, of course, it was uh, uh, Katie, uh, Jacobs. Was Katie or, uh, I think it was. It was I think you had Jacobs. Jacobs. I think Jacobs, you had yeah. Jacobs, and what turned out to be <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, when they said yeah. out of Philadelphia, right? Well, you know, streak it, was almost it, broken, it, man. It's, it's almost like I'm uh, Anthony Joshua, and I'm a little, uh, uh, a little gun shy when yeah. it comes to the uh, lock of the week. Yeah, that's exactly right. Ever yeah, since you, that fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. You wouldn't have finished uh, Andy Ruiz either. <laughs> You're just gonna stay away and choose yeah Triple G. Yeah, against the tough Camille Zermeida, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that that yeah. that's that's something else, man. So there you have it. We've got Canelo. Rick thinks KO. I think unanimous decision. Would I be surprised if it's a knockout? No, and I don't think you'd be surprised if it goes to a decision either, so right? Here's another stat that might throw you. You know, the last uh, yeah. Last three or uh, last four English fighters that Canelo has fought, yeah, just knocked them all out. Yeah, okay. And that would yeah. be yeah. Ro- Le- Ro- Rocky Fielding, Rocky Fielding, Liam Smith, Liam Smith, and Amir Khan, and Amir Khan, right? So. <laughs> and then before that, it was um, yeah, Ryan Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So he's yeah four zero in his last fights, but Ryan Rhodes all the way to twelve rounds. Yeah, right. Yeah. TKO in the twelve rounds. So, yeah. There you go. That's a good stat, Rick. Yeah. That's a good good number to have, right? Yeah. So he generally knocks out English fighters, uh-huh. is what you're saying. Yeah, I think they're, right? they're counting on the weak chin. Yeah. And Canelo, by the way, right? Canelo, 53-1, and one, 36 knockouts, you know? Yeah. Only 64% knockouts compared mm-hmm. to 70% for uh, for Callum Smith. Okay. Right? So, I mean, obviously Canelo's got a lot more fights, yeah. but, you know, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to get into some of the other boxing news yeah. that we talked about. The some of the fallout, Tyson Jones. Mm-hmm. Talk about uh, you know where what happened there. There's also uh, you know you got some little bit of uh, Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah. We have Clay Collard in action, right? The mm-hmm. uh, the COVID fighter for 2020, right? Yeah. Pacific Coast boxing folks, we'll be right back. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing back. Don't forget to follow us not only on Instagram but on iTunes, on uh, Apple. Uh, give us a give a subscribe. 
Also, give us a rating. It all it all helps. Um, so let's get to the rest of the boxing news. And by the way, Rick, you know we were talking here off off the live podcast about um, who do you think uh, who do you think Oscar De La Hoya is going for with Canelo and uh, Callum Smith? Uh, you, know, you know, I think he's rooting for Callum Smith. You and, think you uh, think you know, so, huh? Uh, you know, you don't think be... he's sticking with his fa- fellow countrymen? They're both Mexican men. No, I think he. Uh... <laughs> You know, it it'd be interesting to see what uh, his Instagram post or his, yeah. his tweet would be after that fight. Yeah. If because uh, he made Canelo, Canelo right? Yeah, he made and Canelo. Canelo wouldn't be where he was if it wasn't for no. But if you listen you know, to Oscar, you know, he yeah. made all of them. He made Deontay Wilder, Danny Garcia. That's you know, true. A lot of these guys. That's that are true. PBC. He he felt like he made them all. That's uh, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? By the way, he. I guarantee you, Oscar may even say, "Hey, I didn't, you know, didn't get a chance to watch it. Right? Mm-hmm. Too busy promoting other fighters and you know taking care of business. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he yeah, didn't get the thirty million that he would have if it was a uh, you know no. under uh, uh, Oscar's tutelage. Yeah. And he probably you know? gets free to zone, so he's he's gonna be watching. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah there's no it, doubt it, about it. it. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, in in, in other you know, yeah. this is uh, somewhat boxing news. Yeah. We've got. Uh, Floyd Floyd Mayweather announced he's going to be fighting YouTuber Logan Paul. Yeah, which is the uh, the older brother yeah. of the other um, Jake Paul. Yeah, not the guy who knocked out no. the basketball player. No, on uh, the Jones and Tyson. Right, this is no. the guy that lost to KSI. Yeah, he, he's right? fighting Logan Paul, who's who's yeah. got a crew record of zero and one. Right, against right. KSI. Right, um, and so now Mayweather's going to fight this guy. Um, you know he's got an early bird special on the uh, pay per views. Yeah, where you could get it for twenty five bucks yeah, what right a deal. now. Yeah, what a deal. Yeah, you know the fight's on February twentieth. Act now. The the price will gradually increase to uh, sixty nine ninety nine in wow. February. Um, and Mayweather's gonna be he's he's four days away from his forty fourth birthday. Yeah. Um, you know he last fought Conor McGregor. This was August two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Um, you know already. This fight is at a negative five thousand. Yeah, you know, and yeah. you know that's that's easy money right there. Yeah, but it's just an exhibition. So how yeah. could how could they even be ha- yeah. having a number line on a fight that's an exhibition, right? Here's the thing, right? And we won't spend too much time on this. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, these fights, and I know we're going to get to yeah. the numbers that the Tyson Jones fight did, yeah. which are. Not entirely surprising, no. Because we don't get the best fights. Remember, I said on the, you know, what was the real loser? What was the the lows? The real loser was boxing fans, yeah, on the Jones Tyson card because that fight gets more nor- notoriety and publicity than real fights because we're not having the Terrence Crawford and Smiths. We're not getting mm-hmm. Mikey Garcia and um, Manny Pacquiao. Anyways, what a complete joke. Yeah. What a complete joke. Like, who cares? But the thing is, people will more than likely pay and and will show up. Either they'll show up to, you know, Tilted Kill or, yeah, it's it's just a complete joke, man. But, yeah, this uh, is—it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Whether, you know, I don't even know if the guy's going to be able to land a punch. Yeah. You know. Right. Complete joke. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, if he's going to fight, fight. Yeah. At the same time, right? If you're if you're not Roger Mayweather, that's the Black Mamba, uh-huh. original Black Mamba, um, the original executioner too. Is you know what? If he, easy money though, right? Yeah. He's probably gonna make several million, right? And he gets to still be in the limelight. Something that fighters uh, 
fighters really appreciate being in the limelight and still, you know, being in the spotlight and being the guy. Either way, Rick, it's not a real boxing match. It's unfortunate that these have now become the norm, but this is 2020 and this is boxing when you got all this sanctioning bodies and PVC that doesn't want to make any fights, etc. Yeah, you know, it's it's the sad state of boxing, you know, um pay-per-view, you know, it uh, Tyson Jones, you know, was able to make uh, 1.6 um million buys. And if you were to compare that over the last pay-per-view, Earl Spence, yeah. Danny Garcia, 250,000 buys. You know, 250,000 for Spence and Garcia, right? What about Crawford and uh and I, I heard that that one was in the 300,000s. That's crazy. And I don't even remember who Crawford fought, by the way. Uh Kelbrook. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, the English guy. So, you combine the pay-per-views then of mm-hmm. both of those fights, both the Crawford and the Spence fight, yeah. and neither one of those came, even came close, right? Mm-hmm. They came about if the I mean, I'm just adding the numbers, so about 5 600 500,000. Yeah. Right? Compared to 1.6 million. I think part of it is uh, <laughs> is the price as well, like Yeah. You're doing a Spence uh, Garcia fight, and you're charging seventy five bucks. Right. You know, people aren't gonna aren't gonna pay that. You know, you, no. you these guys don't have the names. Yeah. They're not a Floyd Mayweather. They're not a Manny Pacquiao. Um, you just can't get that. You know, doing that that amount of buys. No, and, no, they don't have that kind of popularity, like yeah. you said before. You know, who's gonna buy the fight for Crawford? Mm-hmm. The people that you know, the people from Nebraska. He's not a household name in yeah. the boxing world, right? And again, right, I mean, I'm glad you pulled these numbers. It goes to show you, right? Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson, everybody knows him. Everybody knows him. Right? And even Roy Jones Jr., everybody knows mm-hmm. him, right? It was well-promoted. We talked about the music, how it was produced, right? We went to go see the fight, and where we were at, right, um, people were excited, yeah. right, about that. They were even just as excited to see the other Logan guy fight Nate Robinson, uh, knock out Nate Robinson, mm-hmm. right? It was more of an event. When there is other pay-per-view fights, right, which we've talked about, the Spence Garcia, the place that we go and watch the fights, they don't even have those fights on. Yeah. They're showing UFC. They're show- yeah. But yet that place will completely change. Any place will. And all of a sudden, uh, Jones Tyson, that's what's mm-hmm. going to be shown today, boys. Yeah. Right. No, and it, it just when it comes to pay per view, um, you know the 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 top uh, fights, you know just to put it in perspective. Yeah. Um, the the top pay per view buys six point seven million buys. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and 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 we knew the outcome of that fight. Yeah. Beforehand. That's right. You know, there That's right. there was probably uh, you know half of that six point seven mil. Yeah. Probably didn't know the outcome of that fight. Right. I think right. uh, true boxing fans knew how that fight was going to go. Yeah. Um, you well, you, well, you were talking about the uh, De La Hoya Trinidad fight, yeah. right? How many how many uh, buys did that have? W- right. One point four million. Right. So 1. the Tyson 4. Jones. Yeah. Out out yeah. bought that one. Um, number five on the list yeah. is Holyfield Tyson yeah. at one point nine nine million. Yeah. You know, and we're talking you know real fights. Mayweather uh, Canelo two point two. Yeah. yeah. You know, and mm. these fights were, you know, a long time ago. Right. La Jolla Mayweather. Yeah. 2.4 mil. Right. You know, so it's... Um, yeah, you yeah. think about that, right? Just the, yeah. the De La Jolla Trinidad fight. Two fighters in their peak, in their prime. In their prime. Both undefeated. Yeah. Right? The fight. And it drew 1.4. And it could have been, you know, <laughs> the. I don't know exactly where they were, but 
you're talking pound for pound best back then. Probably yeah. they had to be to- at least top five. And Both had to yeah. be at least top Oh, yeah, five. without a doubt. And at that time, right, you didn't have all the black boxes, yeah. right? Not as many anyways back mm-hmm. then, right? The fight was in what, 80, 99, sorry, yeah. 1999, September of 99. And you didn't have all of the different methods that you have today, right, yeah. of streaming and trying to get the fight for free and mm-hmm. whatnot, all these other gadgets. You pretty much had to pay the pay-per-view, yeah. and yet it only did 1.4. Yeah. And yet the Tyson Jones, two guys in their 50s, right, mm-hmm. that like Snoop Dogg said at best, looked like his uncles fighting at, his, uh, at, the, at a at Sunday the barbecue, barbecue yeah. right, 1.6 million. It's incredible. That's all – you have to say about boxing today, unfortunately, yeah. the sport that we love, right? Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what, what a, what a, that's just unfortunate, man. Yeah. It, what, what fight again? Like we we're talking about, I don't even know because I don't think most people, you know, would Crawford and Spence even draw that. Oh no, right? no, I don't think I don't even think, that, and I think that's the problem. The biggest problem of making that fight, yeah, is how many people are going to buy that fight? Right, five hundred thousand. Right, and then you're. You're charging seventy five bucks, yeah, and you know they're both going to want fifteen mil, twenty mil for that fight. Yeah, there's not enough money going around to pay them. What did the uh, were the heavyweight fights? Was the Joshua Fury? I'm sorry, uh, Fury Wilder two was that pay per view? Yeah, it was a pay per view, but um, yeah, it wasn't even the yeah, Tyson. They they out uh, they outdrew them as well. Yeah, see, you know, it's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm trying to think yeah. like, what matchup would we have today, right? That draws them. That would outdraw them, right? Because you know, because again, and unfortunately, not unfortunately, it would have yeah. to involve Canelo. Yeah. Right. Who's the biggest name? Yeah. But who would he have to fight? We were talking a couple of weeks ago, right, about who would Stadio Azteca, right, draw a mm-hmm. hundred thousand uh, fi- uh, uh, yeah. um, fans? But who would Canelo have to fight? Um, you know, one of the one the Charlo brothers, the undefeated Charlo. I don't even know if that would do it. I I, I think the the biggest fight out there, yeah. which would have the most pay per view buys, yeah, Pacquiao, Manny, uh, and uh, Mikey Garcia. I think that you think so. I think that yeah, yeah. you would get the Mexican boxing fans, yeah, yeah. You would get the Filipino boxing fans, yeah. And um, you know yeah. they would uh, actually. You, you have a good point. Yeah. It, it it would not be Canelo. Yeah. It would be a Manny Pacquiao fight. And and it's not right? because Canelo. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, I think Canelo's yeah. just the biggest star as Pacquiao. Yeah. But he doesn't have the dance partner that. Um, yeah. Well, I think Pacquiao though. I think though that Pacquiao does have a bigger following because of the Filipinos yeah. who love. They're you know love mm-hmm. boxing, great fight fans, and they're gonna watch. Yeah, and and right, he's cr- you know he's crossed over. Uh, um, uh, Manny Pacquiao has just as many fans here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Filipino or not, just fight fans. Period. Right. So I think honestly, pretty much anybody that uh, Pacquiao fights, I think will surpass one point six. Yeah. Whether it's um, Crawford, Spence, I think you're right, Mikey Garcia. What, what it'll surpass him. <laughs> You know, I know this isn't a current fighter. <laughs> yeah. But what about an Oscar De La Hoya Triple G? Does that do better than 1.6 million? I, I think it's, I think, well, here's the thing. I tell you what it will do better. It'll do better than the, you know, than the 300,000 yeah. uh, for Crawford <laughs> and the 250,000 for Spence Garcia, don't you think? Yeah. That no, eclipses definitely. that easy. Easy, yeah. Does over a million. Yeah. Without a problem. Again, right? The, and and I, if I'm, you think about that. If I'm Crawford and if I'm Spence, 
I'm talking to my management team, mm-hmm. to my promoters, and saying, how in the hell, right, am I considered one of the pound-for-pound pound best fighters in the world, but I can barely draw, I can't even draw half mm-hmm. a million pay-per-view buys. Well, then that's that's the, the that's a problem the issue. You know, I think Aram, you know, Aram's firing back at them. You know, I, mm-hmm. I can't you know promote this fight on my own. You know, I, I need you to. He could buy out. a nice house yeah. in uh, in Beverly Hills with the money he's losing <laughs> yeah. on Terrence Crawford, according to to uh, yeah. Bob Aram, man. But you're right. No, no, Triple G and De La Hoya easily makes mm-hmm. over a million pay per view buys, if not more. By yeah. the way, because everybody knows De La Hoya, yeah, and they know Triple G. And you know, unless you can get Mayweather to fight like an actual fighter, it's only forty four. Yeah, you know, it's not an, an, right. Right. You know, what, what? What if you get a Mayweather De La Hoya? Oh no, no, that 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 you was know, yeah, that absolutely, hundred uh, percent. Even May, imagine Mayweather Canelo. Yeah. Right. And Mayweather probably, and I don't think Mayweather does that anymore because I think he knows Canelo's a little bit too fast. He's mm-hmm. learned, but can you imagine? Well, Mayweather De La Hoya made <laughs> yeah had two point four eight million pay per view buys. Yeah. And this is back in yeah. Um, 2007. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's not going to do that now. Yeah. But, you, well, you never know though, Rick, because there's just not enough fights that are yeah. being made. And these guys, unfortunately, they're just not marketable, marketable anymore. Yeah. They're just not because they don't fight each other. And, mm-hmm. and it just is what it is. Right. We can go back again to our show. Number one with the four Kings. Everybody wanted to see them fight because mm-hmm. they all fought each other. Yeah. And for the most part, they fought everybody. Yeah. Right, and yeah, damn, that's 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 crazy. And okay, so let's see the um, uh, other news. You yeah, know, Leo Santa Cruz wants a rematch with Javante Davis. Yeah, uh, please for yeah. what? Yeah, yeah for it, what? It's complete. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a big no thanks for that. Um, that fight shouldn't even be sanctioned, right? Yeah. Shouldn't even be sanctioned. Like, who's going to okay that fight? Not only that, but it's like Leo Santa Cruz again. We love you. You're a mm-hmm. warrior. But we knew going into that fight way in over your head yeah. because of the wave. I don't know why, right? Again, Leo Santa Cruz, okay, is listed, um, still listed as the champion at 126 pounds at WBA. Yeah. Fight Josh Warrington. Yeah. Josh Warrington is the IBF champion who completely demolished Carl Frampton, who's mm-hmm. going to fight Josh Warrington. Fight Josh Warrington. Yeah. Okay. Here's another guy that Leo Santa Cruz could fight that's right there Emmanuel Navaretti. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of fights for him to fight. Wouldn't that be a fight? Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, he looked very sharp and very prepared, Mm -hmm. like he always does. He's a very disciplined fighter, right? He's not a guy that lets himself go. Um, Fight those guys. You got Gary Russell Jr. still there, Mm -hmm. right? Gary Russell Jr. is not going to do what Gervonta Davis did, right? Although Gary Russell Jr. fights once like the Haley's Comet, right? So I I don't get it. I, I, I don't get that. Yeah. So many big fights for Leo Santa Cruz at 126. Um, even at 130, right? I mean, fight a Jojo Diaz, yeah. right? Even a Miguel Burchell, mm-hmm. right? Seriously, even a, even a Miguel Burchell, I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing. But g- give me a break. Yeah, yeah I mean, just... again, we love Leo Santa Cruz, but yeah, that's not going to happen and it shouldn't happen. No, no, definitely not. Um, uh, Demetrius Andrade, you know, he wants to fight uh, Billy Joe Saunders. Billy Joe Saunders won a few weeks ago. Yeah. The uh, Demetrius Andrade fight was canceled because of COVID. Um, and you yeah, know, he wants to fight them early, uh, 2021. Yeah. Both are with Matchroom, So it's a fight that, you know, could happen. Well, Demetrius Andre wants to fight anybody. Yeah. He's willing to fight him. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody wants Talk to fight him. Talk about the boogeyman there in that yeah. division. I mean, he'll take anybody. Yeah. Poor guy. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to fight him. And yeah. then, uh, you know, he gets criticized for not fighting anybody. 
Right, yeah. right. But you know, but he calls out everybody. And who's who's he with? He's with Matchroom. He's with Matchroom. Yeah. That's right. And so again, yeah. P- good luck with the PBC mm-hmm. fighters. Um, yeah, I mean, Gilberto Ramirez would have been a good fight for him, mm-hmm. but but he moved up, right? So yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, and uh, you know, in <laughs> this is starting to make us feel old. Yeah, but a lot of the sons from you know. When we grew up watching boxing, you know, yeah. starting to come out. Yeah. We've got Fernando Vargas Jr. Yeah. Making his professional debut <laughs> yeah. this Friday. Yeah. Um, in uh, Merida, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's going to be telecast on ESPN Knockout. Oh, I can't wow. tell you yeah. where we can see that. I'm hoping it's on ESPN Plus. That's what I was going to say. What the you what know, the heck is ESPN Knockout? I, I have no idea. Where but, do you find that one? Yeah. It, but we've got to find it. Um. <laughs> But you know Vargas also has two other sons that are uh, yeah. accomplished amateurs, and um, yeah. you know I think that I think chalk that up to you know we're getting old. You yeah, know, we've got Kasha Zeus son, yeah. you know fighting. We yeah. have um, Evander Holyfield has yeah. a son. Uh, he's a uh, <laughs> he just won last week. Uh, he's a super welterweight. Yeah, he's five and zero with four knockouts. I feel the same way, Rick. When uh, when I'm watching baseball, yeah, right, and I see a lot of the guys, a lot of these guys in baseball, you know, like. Uh, Lance McCullers, younger son, you know, uh, Vlad Vlad Guerrero, <laughs> right? Vlad Guerrero's son. Trust me, it goes on and on. When I see these guys, these juniors, I'm like, damn, you know. Yeah. And even the sons are getting older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, Thurman, you know, says he's calling out uh, Earl Spence. Yeah. He wanted the winner of that uh, Spence Garcia. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't need to see that. You know, Thurman got beat by Pacquiao. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, then he's been on a huge layoff. Why does he deserve a Spence fight? Here's the thing, though, right? Okay. Yeah, but you may know I'm a big Keith one-time Thurman fan. Yeah. Okay, I am. I'm just, I'm a fan of him. Mm -hmm. Something about how he carries himself. He's only lost once, Rick. Okay. Mm -hmm. And here's a guy that beat, that was in route, in path to cleaning out the welterweight division. Okay. He beat Sean Porter. He beat Danny Garcia, right? Yeah. Handed Danny Garcia his first loss, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Outboxed Sean Porter, and so so why not? Why doesn't he deserve a shot? Yeah, I'm just Admiral Spence I'm, Jr. He's only lost once, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of seeing the same guys kind of fighting each other in a big circle. Yeah, and you know it going nowhere. I'd rather see Thurman, you know, fight uh, you know somebody else. And if Thurman know. doesn't go down in the first yeah. round against Manny Pacquiao, he probably beats him. Yeah. I I, I think I, I think he would have you know that's I mean and there's a guy by the yeah. way that would be an interesting fight against uh, Mikey Garcia right mm-hmm. I don't think Mikey Garcia will do it no and I actually think that the numbers would probably favor Keith Thurman by the way yeah because he's, he's probably just, a little taller, taller yeah bigger, slicker bigger faster guy. and whatnot but yeah. no I I disagree with that Rick I think he has earned it you yeah. know he I think he's earned it. He at one point held, you know, two or three of the uh, of the major championships at 147. But he hasn't fought since the Pacquiao fight. Yeah, but so, so hasn't a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, Garcia hasn't fought in, in a long time. That's not his fault. There's just nobody to yeah. fight. This guy's a legitimate champion. He's only lost once. He only lost one fight. You know, one time Thurman. So I, I, he, he deserves another shot at the title. He does, right? Yeah, I just you know, Spence. Yeah. yeah. If Spence wants to cement his legacy, you, yeah. don't, you, you don't fight Thurman. Oh no, you I, fight I somebody else. I'm saying I agree yeah. from Thurman yeah. from uh, Spence's perspective. The next fight, right? Yeah. 
yeah. has to be against Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. If it's not Terrence Crawford, then yeah, then you know, put uh, you know Manny Pacquiao away for good. Yeah, we thought Marquez did it, but no, he's back, right? <laughs> or right, dare to be great and beat Virgil Ortiz, right? Mm-hmm. But okay. Of all those other guys that are available, Keith One Time Thurman is legit. Yeah. He's a legitimate fighter. He's beat the best of the best. Yeah. Only time he lost was to Manny Pacquiao, and it was in a decision, and it was a close fight. Yeah, I'd rather see him fight like a Terrence Crawford. You know, I I, I know what a Spence fight is going to look like. Yeah. You yeah. Know, Thurman's going to get beat. It's going to go the distance. I don't At know the that. end of it. I, I, I don't know if he loses, Rick, uh, because Thur- that's his. That's exactly the kind of fighter that Thurman would give fits to because Spence is slick, right? He's that slick lefty. But Thurman is there. I think they're about the same size. Maybe Thurman is a little shorter, but, yeah. but Thurman's pretty slick. I, I see it as an easy fight. Yeah, I think uh, well, I just think he deserves a shot. I don't think he should be three, co- I don't yeah. think he should be completely discarded. <laughs> you know, I mean the guy's only lost once. Yeah. And he lost to Pacquiao. He's cleaning out the welterweight division, man. Yeah, but yeah. I mean or whatever, you know, you want to see him at a, you want to see Thurman and Porter yeah. in a rematch? I think it's just more I don't want to see yeah, the the same guys. I, I don't need to see Thurman Porter. I don't need to see Spence Porter again. I don't yeah. need to see me neither. The big circle of guys, but you know, Spence hasn't. But he hasn't fought Keith one time. Thurman. Uh, if nobody else is available, yeah. I'd say why not. Uh, I say why not because there's going to get 120 thousand yeah. buys. Yeah, nobody's gonna. I don't think they put that on pay per view. I think yeah. that that's on Fox, the regular Fox. Yeah. Right. Make that a, a Saturday afternoon fight. Um, and then uh, you know to finish off the uh, news, yeah. you know the uh, Clay Collard. You know, he lost over this past weekend. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, that's sorry too bad. to hear. You know, I think yeah. uh, he had won five. Yeah. Five fights in, in yeah. who else has fought five times in uh twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, he really made a name for himself. Mm-hmm. Um he started right with I think I have his picture. We have his picture. His picture's right next uh-huh. to you. He beat that guy, the the Lion of Zion. Yeah. Right? Um we'll have to I forget what his name is. I saw him. He fought right here at the um Pechanga. At the Pechanga. But that was supposed to be just you know, that was uh the Lion of Zion. That was his first fight um after signing with top rank, right? Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to be kind of his coming out party against Clay Collard, and Clay Collard did a number on him, yeah. man. In fact, we haven't even seen that kid fight since that. No. Since he got, I mean, remember his face, and he actually mm-hmm. had to go to the hospital and all that, right? And that's kind of where that run started, right? Yeah. What's that kid's name? David something, no? David Kaminsky. Yeah, David Kaminsky. Yeah, the Lion of Zion. And, yeah, he left him in rough shape. Yeah. And I think, yeah, David Kaminsky and management team were like, holy smoke, so, yeah, right? Clay Collard fought six times this year. Yeah, old school, man, yeah. old school. And And he kept... You know, and again, you know what you're getting with him, kind of a UFC guy, rough mm-hmm. and tough. So that's too bad. But, you know, um, thank thank you, Clay, for giving us some entertaining fights this yeah. year. And it all started with that guy, man, with David Kaminsky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and that, that's all I got for boxing news. Man, that's a lot. So here's the thing, right? Uh, we still got the stat of the week, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah. know, I know you got some in your back pocket for that. Yeah. And then we'll wrap it up and kind of set up. Our uh, our end of year last show, right? Yeah. And ended off with a bang ourselves. Ended off with our own shoe shine in the corner, um, for the last week. I think we're going to be gone next week. At least I'm going to be gone, taking a road trip break. Okay. Yep. Getting an RV and and uh, and heading out. No, sounds like fun. Yeah, it is. I think I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not one of these people that can drive these these big vehicles. So we'll see. Uh-huh. 
Like this time I took, you know, when you rent something, you normally like waive the insurance and say, yeah. no, I'm good. I paid the maximum insurance. The maximum insurance. Yeah. yeah. One of those, uh, if it falls in the Grand Canyon, we're safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those, that, that kind of thing. I'll pay the deductible. <laughs> I'm not taking a chance, man. All right. We'll be right back. Stat of the week and wrap this up. All right, Pacific Coast Boxing, Alfonso Ruiz, Rick Prado, we're back. Um, Stat of the week, Rick, best uh, part of the show, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we leave it to the end, right? People got to fast forward, and then by that time, they've already been enriched and enlightened with all kinds of boxing information, man. So what's the stat of the week? So um, we're going to stick with the um, female boxers Okay. um, for the stat of the week. Um, Amanda Serrano. Yes. Um, she's the only female and Puerto Rican yeah. to win world titles in more than four weight classes. And she holds the Guinness uh, world record for the most boxing championships won in different weight classes by a female, having held nine major world titles across seven different weight classes. Uh, the weight classes are uh, super feather, mm-hmm. bantamweight, super bantamweight, featherweight, super featherweight, lightweight, and light welterweight. Wow, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, the only male they have more, yeah, is you know Manny, Manny Pacquiao, Pacquiao, of with, course, with, yeah, with uh, eight divisions. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, right? Yeah, and and it's why, by the way, um, we really wanted to see the Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor Katie fight. Taylor. Would great right? fight. And you know, it's broken down a couple times because of the business of again mm-hmm. because of the business of boxing. You talk about you know boxing. Is hurting, period. Yeah. But the female boxing side of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those are the fights. You're talking about if you want to get women's boxing on the map, those are the type of fights that need to take place, man. Yeah. With somebody like her, who's obviously just an all-time great, man. Yeah. She's got a uh, professional boxing um, record of 38-1. and one. Wow. You know, it... Yeah. it uh, you know, her only one one loss to Frida yeah. Wahlberg. And yeah. I, you know, haven't heard of her, but, uh, you know, just 38 and one, you know, that fight has to happen. I think eventually it probably will happen. Yeah. But uh, I think there's a lot of bad blood right now. And it, yeah. it'd be good to have, you know, and I think eventually they'd get to, um, you know, when they have fans. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think there's going to be more pressure to have it. Especially across the pond there. Yeah. Fight would be big. Um. Interesting too, right? That she hasn't done uh, the whole crossover to the UFC, right? Where uh, where women are more uh, or has she? She has. Um, she has a. Um, she has two MMA MMA yeah. uh, fights. Okay. You know, were they a while back? Yeah, yeah. So she kind of. Uh, yeah. She has one win and yeah. one draw. Um, so yeah, they were a, a while back. Yeah. And um, but um, you know she, in 2015, <laughs> she did. Uh, Challenge Ronda Rousey. You know, yeah. she wanted to think she wanted to box Ronda Rousey, and yeah, you know, nothing ever came of it. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Yeah. There's, no, there's no way she beats at that time Ronda Rousey yeah. in the uh, in the octagon. No, that's for sure. Wow, that's a good stat of the week, man. I mean, yeah, if there's no female fighter, no, you know, male fighter has done that, like we said, with yeah. the exception of Mikey, uh, not Mikey Garcia, but um, of Manny Pacquiao, of, of Manny Pacquiao yeah. Mikey Garcia, the four time. Four weight division mm-hmm. champion. All right, folks, that does it for another week. It was really good to get caught up again in boxing, Rick. Um, we've got one more show to end the year. Like I said, I'm going to be gone next week. 
Um, so we'll end it. Hopefully, if you're back and around, it'll be the 28th yeah. of December. So that'll be the last one. Um, we'll have, you know, maybe even our uh, uh, 2020 awards. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Fights um, of the year, fighter of the year. We'll, right. We'll, we'll get to talk about the uh, Ryan Garcia, Luke Campbell coming up on the second. That's right. January. That's right. Can't wait for that fight, yeah. by the way. Can't wait for that fight. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be. Here's the thing with Ryan Garcia. You never know, man. He has so much thunder mm-hmm. that you you could see him knocking out Campbell. Yeah. Or hopefully, hopefully we see an actual fight. Yeah. You know, we we need to see him get tested. We get some rounds in and then yeah. let's see how it goes. Yeah, we need to see him. He hasn't been tested. Yeah. And hopefully that's the fight that he gets tested. I would like to see him win, of course, but I'd like to see him kind of gut one out mm-hmm. as opposed to these just flash, you know, first round KOs. Yeah. But boy, if he KOs Luke Campbell like that when nobody else could, Lenaras couldn't, Lomachenko couldn't, Luke Campbell's a legitimate fighter. Yeah. Wow. He'd definitely be uh all right, folks, don't forget Pacific Ghost Boxing on Instagram, Pacific Ghost Boxing anywhere you look, Google Podcast, iTunes, give us a subscribe, give us a rating, send us an email, counterpunch at PacificCoastBoxing.com. Tell us what you think. Folks, thank you very much. Rick, we'll talk to you next week, man. Yeah, looking forward to it. Protect yourself at all time, folks. <laughs>